Ayo, welcome in to the CHGO White Sox postgame show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in to Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm Sean Anderson, the host of the CHGO White Sox postgame show. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. The full CHGO White Sox crew is here today. Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. And the man in the middle is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. We are coming to you live after a White Sox winner. Thumbs up for a White Sox win. They are four and three. Uh, or, nope, sorry. They won. Four to three. They are now five and six. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Cease gets the win. Loss goes to Kenta Maeda and Reynaldo Lopez with a four out save. Big storyline, though, as Matthew Cortese is wondering in the chat, he had to work. Is TA okay? Uh, Tim Anderson uh, had a collision with Matt Walner on the base paths, I believe, in the that who it was? All fifth right. inning. Yep. Fourth inning? Just the weirdest play. Fourth inning, I believe it was. Yeah. Fourth inning ends up leaving in the seventh inning. No, left when they came out for the sixth inning. So he played in the, the okay. he played in the field in the fifth, the inning after he stayed in the game. If you didn't see after it, the collision. If you didn't see it, this is going to take us a while to explain. <laughs> um, oh my! Basically, goodness. we used to have the uh, the funk away funky play of the game, and Ooh. oh boy, Hanser Alberto uh, would have the funk away funky play of the game. Yeah, yeah, funky Colmedina, Hanser Alberto, <laughs> but uh, he uh, he he got. So let's let's see. There's runners on first and second. There's one. There's one out. Correct. He gets a ground ball to him. Probably could have and should have been the uh, an inning-ending double play. Correct. But with the runner from second running at him over at third base, he didn't really get rid of the ball right away. He thought he was going to be able to tag somebody. He didn't. He then throws it to second and then gets it thrown back to him. He then dumps it over to Tim Anderson, who is backing him up at third, and uh, the base runner runs into Tim Anderson, kind of a – would you call it forearm to knee mm-hmm. kind of a situation? Ta was down on the ground for a while, and it looked it looked not good. I thought he got spiked at first, but then when you saw the, what happened, it looks like his knee got pushed a little bit. That way, you don't want it to get pushed. And uh, but he got right back up and stayed in the game. Well, he, he was down for a little bit, but yeah, he ended up staying in the game. And I was I thought he was going to be all right. Um, I thought it was non-contact at first. So when I got back in here and you guys told me it was contact, and I rewatched it. I actually had more of a sigh of relief because then maybe it just started to swell up. Maybe it started to bruise. Like, we're not doctors. I didn't, you know, I didn't even get my nursing degree from St. Xavier University. Um, so I'm not going to act like I know what's going on. But Did you, you know. try to get a nursing degree? Hell no. Oh. I just got okay. a communication degree. All right. Well, Did um, Colleen get hers? I don't know anything about that woman besides she went to St. Xavier. You all should know who the hell Colleen is. She's putting people on to St. Xavier. Otherwise, I would have known of it. It's and true. I knew you before her. Maybe that says more about me and, and my lack of school How pride. come you're not in the commercial is what it, what it comes down to. You're the most famous St. Xavier person besides true. Clayton Fedulum. No, Craig Robinson. I don't know who he is. The yes, dude, you do. I know he's making the pizza commercial. I've disowned Man, him. He's got pizza Doing the game commercial and the pizza commercial. He's making me real pissed off. Luis Robert think, probably knows who he is. So I don't, don't think his don't most Craig Robinson. He's an ISU alum. It, he's an alum. I don't know. I'm not trying he's to claim not. him. He got a degree. I see you alum. Okay. Wow, Weird. Steven's stepping I mean, I, in. You can have that. Laying the I hammer mean, down, congrats. claiming Daryl from the office. If, if, if you <laughs> if you claim Daryl from the office, then that just moves me up more. So, great. <laughs> you and Clayton. Of, of St. Xavier. No, but if you're saying he, he's an ISU guy, then he, does, he doesn't count for St. Xavier, so then my, my cred moves up. It's not much. It's 
Very little. I like um, Fedjadalm, though. Go ahead. What's that? Clay Fedjadalm. I like him. Good safety. Plays in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Herb and I know who yeah, it he's, is. Okay. He's great. He's so good. Does yeah. he make over $5 million a year? Mm, a 52-man roster. I probably. don't know about that. Anyways, um, how do we get here? Tim. His knee. T.A. Contusion. You started talking about St. Xavier. You said you weren't a doctor. No, you weren't yeah, a nurse. I, mean, <laughs> you your- I was concerned at first, and I thought, oh, you know, he started playing. Like, I thought he was fine. Um, I, you know, there wasn't any concerns it, before he left the game. This stuff is often precautionary. I would not be mm. surprised to find out that that was the case again today. We will keep our eye on the Twitter to see what the, the folks who are up in Minnesota covering the team have to say coming out of post game. But uh, it, it really looks like maybe it is precautionary, but we'll see. You know, we don't want to speculate one way or the other. Um, what what Pedro Grafol liked to point out during uh, spring training was that when they need the, to turn to the backup shortstop, whether that's for uh, an off day or any other reason, they've got one in the starting second baseman, Elvis Andrews. So obviously a guy that uh, uh, has the confidence of any team to man that position should it need to be manned just for the last few innings today or anything greater than that. But um, uh, yeah, obviously you, uh, if you're the White Sox or a White Sox fan, you're going to have a, uh, an amount of concern when – arguably the best player on the team or certainly the most important player on the team uh, is hurt in any way. I kind of like that Tim was taken out, hopefully precautionary reasons, but I can kind of see a pattern if this is, hey, we're going to treat injuries, whether severe or minor, very seriously. Hey, Tim, good job. We're going to get you out. We got people who can play for you, and hopefully this is just a contusion or something that's day-to-day, blah, blah, blah. But we've seen this with Luis uh, Loy Jimenez where – he came in, uh, Pedro came in the next day, and Aloy uh, came and talked to you guys in the media and was like, yeah, I feel good. I wish I couldn't pitch it today. But they're being extra cautious with this team, knowing that it's a long season and you don't want to exasperate an injury that is minor into a major injury, which we've seen with the White Sox time and time again. Maybe this is part of their new plan. I'm just speculating right here, guys, so I don't know. But from their actions the last couple times, and I hope this TA thing is just a minor thing, it's just TA going out, making sure that nothing is uh, I mean, extra, and then we're going to see him tomorrow. It's a night game, so you pretty much get a day off because you're not playing tonight, you're not playing tomorrow morning, and then I would I would expect to see Timmy maybe back on the, in the lineup if it's minor on Friday in White Sox uh, uniform. Maybe it's like the overly cautious Irish mother in me, um, but like uh, Tim Where? Anderson being oh, down uh, on the ground for like a minute is enough precaution to be like, oh, let's just take you out of the game now. Um, I, I, you know, that's that's my thought. That's why I didn't think it was that bad. So it, he must have been in pain or something swole up uh, from the contact that happened. I mean, I, you know, you ever bump into something, you know, it doesn't hurt right away or mm-hmm. it doesn't swell up right away. It takes a while. Uh, that's my, again, my uh, my communication degree from St. Xavier University com- uh, kicking in. And um, somebody in the chat, I think it was Alex, said that Craig Robinson got a master's degree from St. Xavier. So I think that trumps ISU. Yeah. Everyone always counts undergrad. Very that pro- trumps. No, it's a very proud program. Uh, it trumps a, a master's program at St. Xavier. I think the idea is it counts as both. You had to earn both degrees. Come no. on now. When you, you go into you- the Hall of Fame, you only – Pick one. You only hat. get one. Hat. You don't get to pick. <laughs> no, you don't they get pick to pick it for you. Yeah. So Steven, you can stop lobbying hey, all you want. Greg Robinson. We used uh, back when I was in the TV program over there. Dunk contest video from the quad. Greg Robinson's a dunker in his, his younger days. Oh, I th- wait. I thought you meant like dunk tank. No, I was less slam impressed. dunk. Contest. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah. that's, that's cool. <laughs> we have the same Craig. Is it the same Craig Robinson? 
Yeah, it, okay. yeah, Ooh, I, it's hard to uh, picture now, him. yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. 2K, uh, not only because he's got 2,000 hits, but also 2,000 games played at shortstop. Uh, you know, my concern about the White Sox being without Tim Anderson isn't huge. Let's uh, flash the record without TA. Um, it looks worse since 2019 when you actually include 2019 when they're a bad baseball team. Uh, from June 26th to uh, July 28th of 2019, they were 9-16 and 16 without TA uh, from August 1st of 2020 to August 10th. They were four and five, about 500, a little below. Uh, April 5th, 2021 to April 14th, 2021. Again, an early season injury, uh, four and three without TA. August 29th, 2021 to September 12th, six and five without TA. May 31st, 2022 uh, to June 19th, uh, eight and nine without TA. And then last year to end the year, August 7th, 2022 uh, to the end of the season, 26 and 28 without Tim Anderson. 57 and 66 overall you take out 2019 when again they were a bad ball club uh they're they're above 500 without ta and i'm, I'm just saying like if he does need to go on the 15 day il for this and they're going to be as precautionary as they are with aloy jimenez it's not a, a a thing to start panicking over um like I, I think that they can manage without tim do they get worse without Tim Anderson and especially now Aloy Jimenez? Yes. Possibly. But we don't know the extent of the injury. So, um, you know, the backup plan of having Alvis Andrews and then Romy Gonzalez, who made the great defensive play of the day, uh, him and Jake Berger, who held on, uh, unlike Des Bryant uh, in Green Bay. Um, right, he didn't He actually catch. caught the, cu- oh, caught caught the ball, okay. but they, you know, did but he didn't catch it. Um, like it, it doesn't have Johnson to be Lenin Sosa. Maybe he gets the call up uh, if they do have to move Tim to the IL. But maybe they don't. And maybe you know the next two days Tim sits on the bench and Elvis Andres plays shortstop. Romy Gonzalez plays second base and they're fine. And he plays Baltimore when they come back to Chicago. What I hope is Tim makes this all academic. And as we speak right now, I think Pedro Grafal's talking. Hopefully he's like, man, yeah, he's fine. Just get him in there tomorrow. That will be best-case scenario. I hope that is the case that we're going with right now. Here we go. Pedro Grafal, this is from Ryan McGuffey. Uh Pedro Grafal says Tim Anderson felt pain initially, uh, though he could play through it, uh, but then was taken out. Uh, will be further evaluated tonight and says, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, there, you there you go. go. Like all uh, of let's us. talk, though, about that defense. Uh, great play by Romy. Kind of did what Elvis Andrews couldn't do at second base. Elvis Andrews had a play where he had a range towards the first baseman and tried to kind of throw against his body towards that side. Wasn't able to do it. We see Romy later on in the game, though, make a slide in that play, kind of then picks himself up, throws it over to first base, throws it into the pace path, so we kind of got to, had to held our breath, A, to Jake Berger hold on to the ball. Uh, a, are they okay, both him and Christian Vasquez, after the collision at first base? And then, you know, did Vasquez beat him to the bag? And... Jake Berger, um, thankfully, got his foot down, and Vasquez seemingly like missed the bag on his first step, uh, and that was the play uh, of the you know the game that kept it four um, three. You know the White Sox bullpen, they gave up a run in every game um, outside of Sunday and today because they didn't give up a run in Sunday, right? They did not. So um, two straight games without a run. Hey, it's a streak. Let's go. Uh, no, I mean, listen, you're you're rightfully pointing out that great defensive play because that uh, saved the game. Uh, it, it was the game saver right there in the eighth, and then certainly Reynaldo Lopez did his part coming in for the first of his four outs there. Um, but, of course, they wouldn't have been in that position in the first place if not for the defense, which apparently giveth and taketh away. Um, 
Yeah, not a great looking day defensively at all. We talked about the goofy play uh, that got T.A. hurt uh, right. uh, by Hanser Alberto. The inning prior, he uh, had a made an error at third base. Uh, ball just popped up on him. I agree with what Ozzie Guillen said during the, the commercial break at one point. That's a tough play. That, that, yeah. that wasn't an easy one to make, but it was a, 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 a an error that brought a run home. Um, you talk then about that fifth inning where, you know, all those the, – the, the error by Elvis that you just mentioned and then to um, the error by Gavin Sheets, which uh, allowed the, the, the Twins to get within a run. So it was a bad day from the defensive standpoint. Uh, Gavin Sheets at first base, not only did the ball go under his glove for an error, but then he cuts off a throw from Oscar Colas from right field, which probably would have gotten an out of the plate. Certainly there would have been a play at the plate. Mm-hmm. Um so, great yeah. throw by Oscar, too. Tough, great throw by Oscar. But, yeah, tough th- tough day for the infield defense. Um, if Yoan Moncada probably would have been playing third base, oh, we yeah. might be talking about a little uh, differently. But guys get days off, and that's fine. Uh, Alberto, of course, delivered the most important offensive thing of the game for the White Sox, too, with his three-run homer. So, um that's a. It was an eventful baseball game. I thought it was. It was. It was an interesting one to watch. No doubt about it. Even if uh, fans of both teams were probably pulling their hair out at times. Well, and uh, real quick, um, can we scroll up? Um, oh, uh, Matthew Cortese was wondering about Yuan being injured. I just want to hammer that point again. It was a day off for Moncada. I really haven't seen anything to be honest, but I, I have, there has been no mention of him being hurt or, or anything. So, right. so uh, we don't think Yuan's hurt. He did fall off a couple balls uh, off of his feet. Um, in that Pittsburgh, was, that was that was against the Giants, though. He did it. Did he do it again? Yeah, I over think the on weekend? Friday okay. he did it. Um, that, he's always fouling balls off of his feet, and you know, it took him a minute to catch his breath, do the monkey thing, you know, walk around, you know, just be. Uh, I think James Cruck came out, checked on him, made sure, sure. he was all right. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was a classic uh, monkey at bat. Uh, I don't think though there's concern about him. Again, we haven't heard him. No, uh, but uh, yeah, again. Whether it's Jake Berger, Hans Arbotero at third base, I think that plays messed up, and and you know that runs is scoring there because it was a hot shot uh, over uh, at, at third base. M- maybe Moncada makes it. But. Sore back for you on Moncada, according uh, to the folks who are up in Minnesota just sore now, uh, un- uncovered as to what was going on there. So sore, sore back for Moncada, and obviously TA day to day, yeah, for Moncada. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, these are the game. I mean, if this is a game, it's baseball guys. You need to rest them on a day where you are in Pittsburgh one night, traveling, sleeping in a different bed that night, and then an early morning day game. I don't have problems with Pedro being extra cautious right now on these players getting rest and relaxation. If you feel anything, you see he's putting you. Wow, you're getting your ass on that bench and getting the rest that you need. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, especially since they won a game that they played pretty bad in. Like the pitcher, starting pitcher, and we'll get to Dylan Cease in a second, was Dylan Cease for the most part. But the defense was atrocious. The situational hitting from time to time was not great. We didn't steal anything. I mean, it's just a win is a win, you know, and we didn't win a lot versus the Twins last year, and they're in first place right now, so I'll take it. But it was an ugly game. It was a very ugly game with the White Sox. If they would have lost this game, I'd be like, you know, this is, this is typical. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been typical, and it would have been a, a horrible sign for the bullpen. But, hey, the bullpen came through. I mean, that's that's honestly, I think, a great thing right here. I mean, we talk about Dylan Cease and the errors. Um, we didn't bring up the stat. You know, 99 pitches for Dylan today, 15 of them uh, after the error that possibly could have been inning-ending ones. So you think, you know, if, if Dylan had 
if those plays were made by his defense, he possibly could have had a, a full another inning, right? He, Absolutely. He, he could have had 16 more pitches to get to 100. Yeah, that's 84 pitches. He's definitely coming back out for the six, and you're having your bullpen not work as hard. You're probably not having the four-out save by uh, Lopez right there, but you see what the uh, the common denominator in the bullpen having uh, zeros up on that board, right, from yesterday into today? My man James Lambert. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about Jimmy. Damn right. Here's the thing, though. Listen, it, it, it's, it's, it's costing the team. I think people look at a defensive mistake and immediately zero in on the pitcher, right? It's like, right. oh, what have you done to your pitcher? You've made life so much harder for your pitcher, blah, blah, blah. You're just making your life harder for the team in general because in this very specific case, you've got Dylan Cease limited to five innings. And if he can go six innings, then you don't need one of the four bullpen pitchers you used today, which obviously affects you for tomorrow. Night game after a day game maybe a little bit uh, different situation than, than you'd normally think. But mm-hmm. And they put Joe Kelly on the injured well, list before the game. That was so, the thing. We hemmed and hawed about all the injuries that might have been happening. Yohan Mankata, Tim Anderson, there's actually injury there news. One that was actually happened, yeah. Joe Kelly goes on the IL before the game with a groin injury, and – now you're down one of the guys, if you're Pedro Grafal, that you've been turning to in the highest leverage of situations. Now, Lambert pitched well yesterday, pitched well today. Quick. Lambert is now being officially elevated to that status, but now you got all four of those guys. Go ahead and go to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Lopez just recorded four outs. Is he yeah. available? Don't know. Kendall Graveman is notably bad on back-to-back days. You got Graveman. Lambert's pitched two days in a row. Is he available? So mm-hmm. Bummer only needed to get two outs. He's probably available, but again, At fifteen pitches though. It's becoming it's becoming a day-to-day juggling act for Pedro Grafol, and this goes all the way back to to the San Francisco series, which was just the second one of the year. So they've had some off, they've had an off day in there and everything, but here we are, not very deep into the season, and and it's already a juggling act. For and him. we bring up again the fifteen pitches. That Dylan Cease had to pitch because of errors. Do you know how many pitches Jimmy Lambert threw? 15. Do you know how many pitches Aaron Bummer threw? I'm going to say 15. Do you know how many pitches Kendall Graveman threw? Was it also 15? 15. Wow. That's weird. There you go. That is odd. The Raylo threw? No, he played. He, he played 21. Yeah, yeah, no, I would have said, do you know how many pitches ran all in? You right. 15. You would have it stuck was, with the shtick. You yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he threw hey, 21. But he, still, hey. I could say at least every White Sox bullpen pitcher threw Raylo 15 threw pitches. How many strikes? 15. Nah, wrong. 14. <laughs> <laughs> I fooled you. Uh, 20, 14 on 21 is decent. About time. I'm sorry, man. It's I ruined it's the fine. I ruined the um, So, uh, <laughs> Keenan Middleton uh, <laughs> is now up on the uh, the the 40-man roster and the 26-man roster. Uh, DFA'd was... Uh, outrighted. Outrighted, uh, outrighted Jonathan Stever. No. What's the difference between outright and DFA? You don't want you back. I don't think if you're outrighted. Oh, okay. Out, no, outrighted is you have been you're you've, no you've been giving no. a minor given a minor league assignment. Oh, okay. You are able to be given a minor league assignment. Can you being DFA'd, it? you you can be given a minor league assignment, but there's all the other stuff that has to mm-hmm. go with it. Right. You Ooh, have the ten God. days to trade them or do all that stuff. When you're outrighted, I don't think you need to deal with that. So okay. he's just off the forty man. He's off the forty man. Correct. But still in the organization. Correct. Okay. Uh, so 2018 fifth-rounder Jonathan Stever still in the organization, outrighted uh, off the 40-man roster, but he still will remain in AAA. Um, all right. Uh, we do have a super chat from our guy James Orlando. Uh, can we get a Dylan C's mustache CHGO shirt? I think we well, we have the we have one already. Uh, we have Cy Cease. Look at that. Um, he's a Cy Young candidate. Well, it's not new anymore, but, you know, yeah, whatever. It's, it's not a new release. release. Um, it remains applicable. Now it's new to you. Um, <laughs> I see uh, with the, the mustache in the actual, you know, 
words too. It's it's a great design from our guy uh, Eric uh, over in, at DNVR. Uh, but yeah, uh, go over to allchgo.com and you can buy the size C shirt. We are going to take a break here, um, let you know about some of our great sponsors, and we will then uh, talk a little bit about Dylan's performance today. Um, if it was size C worthy, um, you know, you, you look at the final stat and you feel like it could be a little bit better uh, if his defense backed him up. I'm going to let you know though about DraftKings Sportsbook. I gave out on the pregame show Dylan Cease to record a win at plus 170. That's $15 turning into 40 for me. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. You download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, want to let you know about two bets I like tonight. Um, Sandy Alcantara, over six and a half strikeouts and minus 105. The line might have moved. I don't know. But the Phillies, they strike out a lot. And that guy is good. So he'll throw at least 100 pitches. We'll see if he gets those strikeouts. Um, I also like old friend A.J. Pollock to Homer. Uh, He's got a barrel rate of 13.7% and 20% of fastballs off lefties, and he's going up against Drew Smiley. And guess what? He's a lefty, and Cody told me the wind is blowing out at Wrigley, so that's all good things for You've hitting home runs. you got some inside info. Yeah, yeah. At, at plus or, four. So, or technically some outside info. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. he stepped outside. We're inside. Yeah, we're inside. I haven't stepped Wrigley outside. Wrigley Field outside. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, he wants to make Wrigley Field and most ballparks indoor. Who's he, Herb? Yeah, I was pointing at him. Yeah, because I want to play games, yes. You can open it when it's uh, beautiful weather. Otherwise, close that some bitch. Why? Why are we living on Earth if, if we want uh, our weather to be perfect? Think huh? about this: only us and the Cubs, as far as the CHO family, come into this some bitch not knowing there's a game every day. Bulls people know there's a game. So do the Blackhawks and so do the Bears. Every time they have a game scheduled, they know a game's gonna be played that day. Well, that's called baseball, Herb. Yes, and that's why you should put a roof on every one of these some bitches so you know baseball will be played. And you want the open air. So open it up when it's not, when it's a uh, great weather like it is today in this whole week. That's a bad point by you. It's a great it's point. A bad point. Um, also, Baseball should be played every day. Well, here's a good point. Uh, Patrick Corbin, bad pitcher. Mike Trout, good hitter. Mike Trout to hit a home run, plus 310 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You're really racking the brain on these ones, aren't you? I'm just trying to make it simple. (laughs) Download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code code CHGO. Uh, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-505 or visit gambling help line M. A.org in New York, call 877 hope ny or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbooks for details and specific state responsible gambling resources. Uh, Caitlin did say uh, that the uh, kind of the, the legal part at the Disclaimer. end was kind of long. Yeah. Um, Got to get better at reading fast. I don't know if I missed your dad joke. Did you tell one that I missed? I think the outside inside thing is what was the reference. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, have you guys heard about the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program? I have. Yes. Will you tell me about it, please? You, you, oh, you oh, have? Herb has no. not paid attention to a word you've said. Been here ever? No. <laughs> I remember I missed Vinny's dad joke. Oh, right. That's true. Herb's got bad hearing. Uh, they're committed to true. helping families and businesses in the communities they serve uh, help manage energy usage and lower energy bills. Now, 
and into the future. Um, Comment offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. And Comment offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. You guys want to know how it works? Of course. Wow, look at that. Uh, an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. And within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include es- estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. And if you own a business, you do not want to wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash powering biz. That's comed.com slash powering B-I-Z. All right, uh, let's move to Dylan Cease's day today. Again, he threw 99 pitches, five innings, one earned run, two walks allowed, six strikeouts, and I believe he had three hits uh, surrendered. I I was blind to that graphic. That's literally right in front of my face. Uh, Ken Samayeda went six innings, allowed four earned runs, eight hits allowed, three Ks, and no walks. What did we make of Cease besides defense not good? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, it's you can obviously point to the errors that were made behind him and the, the defensive plays that weren't made behind him. But uh, listen, he made, he made a nice defensive play. He did make a nice defensive play, fielding a bunt and, and make, getting it out at second base there. But uh, listen, Dylan Cease walks guys. Dylan Cease hits guys. Um, people don't really hit Dylan Cease, but he, puts, he can put them on sometimes. And so what he's got to do is just focus on not putting guys on base himself. You know, um, and most of the time he's quite good at that because he's a Cy Young candidate. Uh, but there were games like this last year where, uh, or I should say, games probably more like the one he had against the Giants last year, where you got all these uh, all these walks to go along with things, some unearned runs on the mm-hmm. board. Uh, but at the end of the day, the damage to his actual stat line is relatively minimal because mm-hmm. his ERA still looks fine. He got a win, that kind of thing. Uh, there was, I believe, it was in ta- uh, in in St. Pete last year, right? It wasn't against the Rays where he gave up something like seven runs, but like oh, yeah. all of them were unearned or something like that. So um, maybe it was even like a nine or something like that. But uh, uh, the Dodgers, he gave up against the Dodgers, he gave up six runs, but none of them were earned. There you go. I think that um, was the game too. The one two oh, game. That was oh yeah, that was the <laughs> the Max Muncy game. Yeah. Or the Trey Turner game. But yeah, uh uh listen, Dylan Cease. At was, Tampa, two runs n- but none of them were earned. Two runs, but none of them were earned. Yeah. Okay. Well, Seven walks. Was, oh, that's what I was saying. Seven walks. That's you what go. you were thinking. But yes, there you go. That's the point I'm making there is he puts guys on base, he can wriggle out of trouble, which is something he couldn't do a few years ago. So obviously some maturation there and some growth into one of the best pitchers in baseball as we know him as today. Uh, but yeah, when you have a game like this where you're just good and not great, right? If you're going to be the Cy Young winner, people are going to expect you to be great every time out. Right. It was enough to get him to his team a win today. It was enough to get his team a win against the Giants last time. Mm-hmm. But I think people expect more of the outing like the one he had against the Astros in the season opener. Um, and we'll see more of those. We'll see more of these these kinds of ones, too. It's uh, a matter, though, of keeping those guys off base um, because when the defense makes a mistake, they're not. it's not over. The pitcher can still pick up his defense behind him. And so uh, it, it's, on, it's on all of those guys to, to function as a unit. 
Yeah, well, and when he opens up the first inning, striking out the side. Right. Looked like it was going to be one of those right. games. <laughs> Everything else behind that just looks bad. Um, but it looks like anecdotally that the curveball was working really well today. Yes, it was. Um, a, slider not, great, as, not as great, and he left a couple of them up, and they got hit hard. But um, Dylan Cease is just that other dude. He's one of the best. And, yeah, he didn't have premier stuff, but – like, I got to feel like the players know, like, we got to get, like, when Hanser Alberto hit that home run, everybody's like, all right, it's been real, Twins. I hope you enjoyed your one run, which they got two more after that because more White Sox airs. And I remember at 2.30, I marked it down, you were saying, the White Sox is going to win this game unless something unforeseen happens. I was like, come on, man, you're just tempting fate right now. But Dylan C's game won enough, and the bullpen shut down the Minnesota Twins. But it's got to feel good when he's on the bump and he's just giving you five innings. Now, the next step of course from last year to this year is going a little farther and yes the the errors get, made him pitch 15 more pitches but he was wild we hit like two batters he walked three so things like that can be tightened up so there's even more out there for Dylan Cease to even be even greater than he was today and I'm I think his next start he should be aiming and I'm sure he is to be more efficient with the pitches sometimes just you know I don't need the strikeout today. I'm throw a fastball in his hands. He's going to jam and it's going to hit the shortstop. That's an out with two pitches out type of thing. And go into an inning or a game a little longer so you're not pitching four guys in a game to pick you up after that. Was it was it two hit batters today for Cease? Yes. Uh, he is then, if that's the case, he's already matched his 2022 total he hit, hit the, batters. Wow. He hit the fierce number three hitter, Donovan Solano. All five of them. How do you, how do you hit him? So small. He threw it right at him. <laughs> he threw it right at him as fast as he could. You do. You know what? Um, I'm gonna just. I say, getting hit directly in the hand, 98 miles per hour is probably the toughest place, besides the face, uh, to get hit. No, I would rather get hit in the hand than like the ribs. No, but you'll be okay if you get hit in the ribs. If you you'll get hit in the hand, something. you'll break your hand. Why don't they break my ribs too? It's right there, and my lungs are right there too. Can puncture I them. 98. Could puncture. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, with I, a broken rib. I, I think if Dylan sees through a fastball at a rib, you know, a rib cage 10 times, he'd probably break a rib at least once. Yes. My point being, when have you heard about a baseball player getting hit in the ribs and having broken ribs from getting hit? Guys, let's put Herb in the alley and we'll uh, find out. Oh, yeah. Steven's got the idea right there. Son of a go. bitch. All right. We, well, we need to follow it up. You know, <laughs> we, I mean, how are, you fell on your face. Top of the foot. That would hurt too. Yeah. We, we, yeah. He did that to. Uh, who? Walner. Walner. Yeah, he threw a curveball right then, at his foot. Then Walner <laughs> ran over Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's go to Dylan's uh, stuff today um, just because he, he was Dylan. Um, the stuff wasn't as worrisome as last start, too, because against the Giants, he was sick. He wasn't, he wasn't sleeping well. Um, and his stuff was down. Like, his, his velocity was down. His spin was down. His stuff just didn't look as good. Uh, today, Dylan looked more like Dylan. Uh, his he was wild with his fastball, uh, but my, the velocity was normal today. Uh, no change uh, from last year on his uh, slider velocity. Uh, really, no change on his fastball velocity as well. It might have been down a tick, but nothing uh, too concerning. Uh, his changeup is being more of a weapon than ever. He threw it twenty times uh, today, and I'm very, very excited by that. I was very excited thinking that he could make a huge step with that pitch coming into this season, and then he was like, oh, "I'm going to work on the changeup." Um, and he threw one great one. It was a backdoor changeup to Gordon that you know started to look like uh, um, as a left-handed batter um, coming out of Cease's hand. It just looked like it was going to go and hit him, um, and then it just tailed right back um, to the bottom corner. It was a great called strike. Uh, it was a 
superb pitch. He also threw one that was up in the zone. Uh, I think it was Walner just swung and whiffed at it. Um, so the changeup was effective when he used it, but only using it four times. It's really not uh, a weapon, but the curveball has been. Uh, let's go to the actual stats, the results of what these pitches did. Uh, five whiffs on 20 swings for the slider. That's 25% whiff rate. Four whiffs on 16 swings of his fastball. That's a 25% whiff rate. And one whiff on eight swings of his curveball. That's a 13% whiff rate. But Six called strikes on the day for his knuckle curve. That's the highest of any pitch. So he was able to throw it four strikes, get it over. Guys really weren't able to pick it up well. The average exit velocity on the balls that were put in play, there was four balls put in play on his curveball. Average exit velocity is 68. So they weren't even able to turn it out. Uh, it was coming in at 78.1, and they were hitting it right into the dirt. We, uh, we have our first ridiculous injury of the White Sox season, oh, by no. the way. Oh, no. Joe Kelly hurt his groin oh. running onto the field during the benches clearing yesterday. Yes. Oh. I like that. Oh. I'm fine with that. No, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Come on. It's not serious. It's, it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. I have video There's a reason that. I, I called it ridiculous. It. He's, not, he's not hurt, seriously, you know, and baseball fights are stupid. No one threw a punch. Well, they're not um, fights. They're not fights. <laughs> right. They're just scattering of, yeah. of grown men. Yeah. Literally, when that happened, I was like... Stay I, in the bullpen, I looked weirdos. at the scrum, and then I was like, my favorite part is just the bullpen people, which in Pittsburgh, they're coming from the same area, just running in together. Side, just, side by side. It's weird. It's very <laughs> weird. Like, I don't know. I just don't fight, like, fight in the bullpen. You don't need to. You don't need to go over there. Just fight each other, meet together. Because that. Oh God! Now he's fight. hurt because he was sprinting out to help his boys out. See, even the premium athletes get hurt while running. Right, running's well, dumb. And running is dumb. <laughs> Fighting in baseball is dumb. And even like the the good fights, like the one that like oh it's the 29th year anniversary of Nolan Ryan giving Robin Ventura a noogie. Like I, I like. There's no good baseball fights. Just don't fight. You're not sure. hockey. You're not yeah. cool. You don't have the ability to actually throw well, punches. Here's the thing I always yeah. say. It's lame. Here's the thing I always say. You're, you're at work. Yeah. <laughs> if right. you fought somebody at your job, you'd be fired. <laughs> and maybe arrested. <laughs> so, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you guys want to talk about Dylan Cease's uh, whiffs? Should um, we make a rule before that? Like, ba- bullpens never can leave the bullpen anymore like basketball you can't go onto the court from the sidelines or you're getting to get suspended i've you know i know joe kelly got hurt doing this and so i'm reacting to it but it's always dumb for them to run out because they're never going to do a damn thing and then we get an injury from joe kelly one of our stalwarts in the back end of the bullpen so Get a suspension every time you fought, you leave the well, bullpen. And we see how fragile uh, closers are and how uh, you know relief pitchers are. Edwin Diaz celebrating a win in the World Baseball Classic is out for the season. Um, you know, let's just let's watch out, all right? Um, yeah, don't fight at your workplace. I think that was probably the best point. That's a good rule. Good, good point made by you. You didn't even, get, you didn't even throw a punch, and now you're hurt. Um, so there you go. And again, we said it's not an arm issue, which is good. Those, that's what makes them millions and millions of dollars. Uh, so, you know. Good, good on, good on not injuring your arm and punching a wall like that Timberwolves player. Um, anyways, uh, Dylan today though, uh, best pitch was the knuckle curve, thirty-five uh, percent uh, called strike plus whiff percent. Uh, so it was just getting over for strikes. Um, again, the slider and fastball were effective when he threw it in the zone, uh, but twenty-four percent and twenty-seven percent just means you were throwing a lot of balls. Uh, Thirteen 
first pitch strikes out of 25 batters faced. Uh, so that's not Could good. Be better. That's not that's not good. Could be better. Throw throw more strikes, Dylan, and then you'll get more strikeouts and you'll be happier. Uh, but uh, you know things like this or outings like this won't hurt Dylan because, like you said, the ERA is not affected. 1.65 ERA. That's a pretty good ERA so far through three starts for uh, Dylan Cease. But we'd like to see the innings pitched get a little bit higher. All right, let's uh, take another break here on our little podcast, and then we'll uh, join in with uh, a little Lance Lynn and Pablo Lopez talk, maybe. Yeah. You scared? Herb's oh, I'm not scared. I hope I'm wrong. Also, some Hans Alberto love for, for having a Jake Berger day, committing all of those errors and hitting home runs. We'll get to it. Uh, Got to talk know, about Lopi, too. Got to talk about Lopi as well. Uh, four out save for, for Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, let's let you know about Fubo TV. That's how we watch today's game. They have over 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device and watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Best part, you can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. There's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. There's over a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge, and you can watch local teams while traveling. And this week, you can watch the White Sox take on the Twins. You can watch Pablo Lopez versus Lance Lynn tomorrow, a marquee matchup between AL Central Aces. Um, you also have the Baltimore Orioles versus the White Sox, which is not a marquee matchup for me because the Lockdown Orioles account was like, oh, next two, next 22 games looking pretty easy for the, the Orioles, and they put us in, the, in a list with the Athletics, the, the, not true? the, the Royals. Well, hey, you know, I just I had, the, I had the Mark Cuban. Did they not dominate just, us last just, year? Hey, I'm just – Dominate them. But oh yeah, watch the like if you're from Baltimore and you watch those games that were taking place in Chicago, and then of course the Adam Eaton drop ball where they Adam won Angle. that game. Adam Ingle, sorry, uh, drop ball. Hey, we could just say Eaton. It's fine. Like Slander they, them. like they're looking at the White Sox. Like that's a terrible team. Like in the seven games they saw the White Sox. Yeah, the Sox are two and five and had an eighteen to twenty nine run different or what? I guess an eleven run, a negative eleven run differential yeah. against them. And so the Warriors like ugh. They've, didn't they finish with a better record, too? Whatever. I mean, yes. they're weird yes. little birds. We're the lowly White Sox to them. Yikes. Just like the Arizona Diamondbacks are the lowly Diamondbacks to us, well, watch, even though they swept us. Watch that marquee matchup this week on Fubo TV. Watch the White Sox on NBC Sports Chicago with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description below to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. FuboTV.com slash C-H-G-O. Also want to let you know about game time when you are looking to go and watch maybe the White Sox and Orioles this weekend at the G-Rate Saturday. Can't be there. Got a, a cousin's wedding uh, that I forgot about. Uh, whoops. Uh, you didn't forget about it. You I didn't for, time. Well, I, I was you like. Did not go. But <laughs> I, was, I, I texted Maddie today. I was talking my partner today. And I was like, what are we doing on the 15th? She was like, your cousin's wedding. I was like, oh, right. That's a good point. I shouldn't mm. go to the White Sox game then. Uh, but you can. Uh, you can go and buy tickets to the White Sox game. With our friends over at Game Time, you can find the last minute, the biggest last minute price drops over at Game Time with their fantastic app. Over 15 million people have downloaded the app, and we've used it a ton. We yes. got great deals to 100 level section tickets to White Sox games before um, day of game and in Pittsburgh. Ten dollars uh, standing room only tickets yesterday. There you go. Um, and, you know, Herb already missed out on Friday, so got to get in uh, to make the trip worth it on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, and game time failed Herb out. And you can use code CHGO for 20% off. You have flash deals and last-minute tickets. You have easy 
to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, not even sports, whether it be concerts. Um, there's also images of seat views and has the lowest price guarantee. Uh, they have quick customer service. Herb got his money back uh, when he found a, a better price on a different uh, deal uh, in under 10 minutes. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. So download the game time app and create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Um, I just imagine your cousin watching this uh, man or woman, uh, man. He's just like, man, Sean, we used to share time at the Creek when we were kids. You know, I invited you. The we, creek? I, you know, you know th- yeah, skipping rocks. Down creek. on the south side? Yeah. Bubbly Creek? Yeah. He's from Lockport. There the, was a, the, Cal there was Sag, a, the Cal Sag channel. There was, a weird, uh, there was a weird pond over by his house, and he was like, oh, there's water rats in there. And I said, I'd never, I don't know what a water rat is. I don't want to see a water rat. Um, so we just didn't have rats. a creek. We just, just rats. Just rats. They just in live the water. by water. That's gross. Yeah. I didn't want to see that. Um, so we didn't have a creek. We had a water rat infested pond. He's like, yeah. remember we used to talk about the water rats and I told you about my wedding a year ago. I actually asked you to be in my wedding and now you're telling me no. you forgot about it the week of my wedding. What a cousin you are. I'm supporting you here on CHGO or he might say CHGR go like some people do when I saw him in Pittsburgh. CHGO go. Great show. I love you, Herb. CHR Joe. No, CHGO. CHGO. Yeah. Um, and now he's all pissed off in the comments. No, he's your, not. Your cousin You're just making Steve. this up. You know, Joey. Steve. No, I do have a cousin, Joey. Uh, Greg. Shea, uh, Shea Fidel. It's, it's Shea Fidel. <laughs> Shea Fidel is my cousin. Just pissed. Uh, with the super chat saying, you know, White Sox Nation, stand up. It's fine. Is it all day, the wedding? I just remembered it was oh, uh, wow. what, that it was on Saturday. Oh. So I got I to gotta look into the details. Wow. I know it's about an hour drive, so... You know, got to leave an hour before the time it says on the invite. Um, anyways, uh, sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> let's get into Hans are having a Jake Berger day. Uh, again, we talked about the errors, but I also mentioned Kenta Maeda might leave some sliders to hit over the middle of the plate. And boy, did he for Hans or Alberto. Number one on his White Sox career. Will we see a two for 26? Well, probably. Right. Well, he might get some at-bats with you on Moncada sore back. Perhaps, but, you know, I, I don't think we're uh, – I think we've learned by now that Pedro Grafol's not going to be shy to, to plug Hanser in uh, in any role that he might need him to serve, including pitching. But um, it, was a good, it was a good showing from Hanser because the White Sox ended up needing that hit in a big way, you know, partially because of what he did on the field. But um, you mentioned before the game the power numbers, Herb, that you'd like to see him jump up. Well, here comes Hanser Alberto off the bench uh, providing like some pop. Uh, I don't know if – uh, the rest of the lineup can uh, be projected to follow in, in that suit. Certainly, it's probably something we need to uh, keep watching and, and see if uh, they're able to improve those power numbers. You know what they always say, the weather heats up, the ball goes a little further. Maybe it's a, a case of April, though. We just saw Kevin walk in in shorts and a T-shirt. So Yeah, I was ridiculous. <laughs> I like, that warm outside? I like Damn, that Kevin. forecast this week in Chicago. That's but, Chicago, baby. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I think we, we looked we, – when you look at the bench, right, you look at guys who can come in and fill in – what you want is somebody who can come in and fill in and continue to contribute. That's that is a uh, a luxury to have. I don't know if Hanser Alberto is going to be the best bench player in baseball this year, but if Yohan Moncada has a sore back, you can put Alberto in there. He hits a home run. You're not saying, "Oh man, well uh, we need to to uh, close your eyes. Don't even worry about watching the uh, the at bats that the guy filling in for Moncada is going to have." 
guy comes uh, comes in and, and provides a little pop. And, you know, what we've seen the last few days, first with the offense yesterday not coming through with much uh, in, in the way of hits and, and, you know, certainly zero runs yesterday in Pittsburgh, and then today with the defense, through the first nine games of the season – the offense was excellent, oh. and the defense was really good. And so now, two days in a row here, what falls apart, the offense and the defense, that hopefully for the White Sox, that is those are two anomalies on that front. And I just am going to blame Jason and Steve, too, because I feel like they threw out the broadcaster jinx in the first two innings, being like, ah, oh. and the big storyline so far has been the White Sox improved defense. And then air, 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 weird cutoff, air. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I mean, the White Sox are an anomaly. They, from one day, they look like world beaters. Like that game on Saturday, I was like, all right, we're out here kicking ass. I mean, Michael, Mike uh, Clemenger's not pitching well, but he's doing just good enough for us to continue and dominate this game and win 11-4. Then I go to the game on Sunday, and I was like, who is this pitcher for the, for the Pirates? Oviedo. Mm, come on, let's go. And, you know, we see the Boston Red Sox get loose on him, and then he comes out and shuts the White Sox out. You know, those things happen. And today I was expecting a 4-1 to victory. It would have been such if we didn't have the errors. You know, the first one, the hot shot by Hunter Albert. The last two errors. Yeah. The, the first error, you, it would have been, it's exactly what you needed for that prediction to come I true. I did. And Hunter <laughs> Alberto, like, that's a tough play. But I said majority of Major League third basemen make that play, especially Yohan Moncada. And then he comes immediately up. And as you guys say, he does the Jake Berger. I made an error. Here comes a home run. And that's good to see that he recognized it. I'm not sure he's not fucking trying to make up for an error, but he's just trying to see ball hit ball hard. And it's good to have bench players step up to the plate, especially when people are out, and then giving a Yoan a, a much-needed day of rest because of the sore back. Hans Alberto fixed himself in that point, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to make a really, really boneheaded play, which had shades of 2022 White Sox. Golly, that was just – my head still hurts from that play. Like – Anybody in the majors would know, like, it's one out. All I got to do is throw the second. That guy throws the first. We're out of the inning. I don't care about this guy running right at me. It doesn't matter. Golly, I've never seen that play in the majors ever. And it got Tim hurt, too. So I'm going to blame Hanser Alberto if Tim had to see any IL time. I'm going to come and see you, Hanser. Well, then this is a three. Say what's up. Uh, Pedro. Because you're probably bigger and better than me and beat my ass. (laughs) If I come and see you and then want to fight. Yeah, you've already challenged White Sox, uh, enough White Sox players, I think. Uh. James uh, Fegan adding a little more color uh, to what's going on. Uh, Pedro did say he was optimistic about Tim, uh, so maybe you don't have to beat Hanser's ass. Uh, I won't do it know. anyways because he'll beat me up. Right. Um, but Hanser described the rundown play as a miscommunication. He said Tim Anderson called for the play, and Alberto wasn't able to get out of the way in time uh, and called homering uh, to atone for the error the best feeling, uh, quote-unquote. Uh, so, you know, Hanser – He's a Leary Garcia replacement. He's he's not a star. He's gonna make mistakes. It's it's good to see him bounce back like that. But I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. Like it, you know, f- first impressions of Hanser Alberto. Hey, he looks like Hanser Alberto. Like uh, he, he as long so as he's bringing he the won right. Won them the game today. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, good. For, yeah. There's a That's reason fair. why he's not starting, but also there's a reason why he's on this team. Well, that's here's the thing. When you, last year. And really the last couple of years, well, I'll just say last year, because in 2021, you did get these sort of contributions from those bench-level guys, right? Billy Hamilton and and Brian Goodwin and and even Jake Lamb had some moments in that season. Last year, that didn't happen. That didn't show up. This year already, when you can turn to um, 
Alberto maybe when, when Yohan needs a day off. But, hey, Eloy's on the IL right now. And really no complaints about what Gavin Sheets has been doing. He's been getting hits. Jake Berger is a guy who they called up in place of Eloy. If they're going to have a platoon, Jake Berger's a guy that most people are very confident with having step up to the plate in a mostly, if not exclusively, DH role, right? And then you got Romy going in at second base once T.A. has to come out of the game today and making the defensive play of the game. So today, you got three – in just today, three of those quote-unquote fill-in guys, those backup guys, are coming in and doing – a lot of good work to contribute to a uh, to to a White Sox win. My my one concern with Berger though, and, and the platoon is just when's the next time they're going to see a, a left-hander? Uh, Lopez, Gray, Wells, Gibson, Rodriguez, Wheeler, all righties. Uh, so do- Tuesday, April eighteenth, might be the next time that uh, a lefty might be on the bump, and we might see Aloy back by the eighteenth, right? But in the in there, you're not going to be exclusive DH. For Gavin Sheets, as we saw today, you might give Gavin Sheets another day at first, and then that will be a day where you get Jake Berger as the designated hitter. I'm sure in pitch hitting roles, when they try to put a lefty versus Gavin Sheets, you saw them replace uh, Gavin today with Jake Berger. So I think he knows his role, and he relishes it, the chance to get hits versus teams. And so I'm not too worried about Jake Berger actually getting time because he is a replacement level play, a replacement player for Aloy. When Aloy comes back, yeah, he has earned enough time or earned enough to stay on this team, but I don't think he'll get time after Aloy Jimenez comes back because he'll be the primary DH. He's done well in his replacement stint. Jake Berger is necessary depth. He is going to have opportunities in-game as well, as we saw today, as we've seen in games prior, when Pedro has made the switch for the uh, matchup, the pitching matchup, yeah. uh, when they bring a reliever in, right? Early, too. Berger came into the game today. Yeah. Sheets went into the game the other day when Berger started. It, it does not need to be, hey, you're going to get your four at-bats today, and that's it. it you you got to be ready at any, at any time. And to have... Jake Berger to be able to pull off the bench in that situation. Again, I think a lot of people are very confident in what he can do at the plate with the bat to be able to call on him late in the game when you got a when you got a lefty thrown late in the game. You could do a lot worse than that. Uh huh. Well, and two, Mancata being out. Um, you know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. not Eight. there's no, nope. Well, nope. He's not today. playing third. He's not playing third. Nope. Jake Berger will not play third base. Nope. Again. Nope. Nope. He's not playing third base in the minor leagues. Oh, okay, he's a first baseman these days. I just, oh, yep. my, my, I, I didn't get that newsletter. My bad. I did Pedro we're just sent out a newsletter where he also describes why he wants <laughs> he Adrian Benatendi batting third. Pedro, <laughs> Pedro's newsletter, jerk. <laughs> I don't know why he's still doing it. I, know I don't know what he's doing in I the first place. It. I don't whatever. get it. I, I don't understand it. And he said, what, what, "What was the quote again?" This is just the funniest thing that this man's ever said. Uh, no, he said something else hilarious today that I want to bring up as well. Uh, but again, Pedro Grafald. Uh, I like him in any slot in the order. Right now, I like him in the three hole. I've got my reasons. We'll address those when the time comes. He sucks at the third hole. The time's now. Why is he batting third? Andrew Benatendi. He's off to a bad start. Yeah. Why, why is he batting he third? It makes no sense. T.A. and Robert go down like they usually do. They're, they're, not, they're, gonna, they're, they're either going to go. They're either gonna strike out or they're going to you know, hit a ball and play. Maybe they get on. Maybe they you know, ground out, whatever. Uh, Tim struck out. Luis popped out. Andrew Benatendi's not going yard. Him, him coming up with two outs to start the f- top of the first is just conceding. Like, he's, at best, he's going to hit a single. Like, I, I, I don't understand why he's batting third. It doesn't make any sense to me. Put somebody there with power. I agree with you, but I think also your your dislike for the seventy five million man, dollar it's, man is showing out. Too. It's not by accident why they have him in the three hole. Okay. 
It's not. not. Bad. That's, that's on purpose. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. so. Right. Let's see. Three hole. Could you imagine if he's been batting third by accident on for accident? the past you know, three weeks? Uh, I mean, mercy. I'm in sorry. his career, I don't care. He's hitting don't care. 807 OPS in the third position. That's which great. Is that was also when he was hitting balls in the air to left field when there was a 318 Sean, you like numbers. Herb's monster. got numbers. This I know, is, but, but, he was, but he was best when he was batting third when he was in Fenway. So when he's hitting balls in the air to left field off the green monster, those turn into doubles. That green monster is in play in one park. He's it's, tw- not, it's not that helpful. He's 20%, His approach is stinky. He's 20%, or 20 points better average, oh. 20%, 20 points better on on base, and 20 points I, better I know in all slugging the numbers. from and second to third. No, I'm, he's, I'm out on him. There's a reason why I have that tweet from December saying, Nimmo's fine, Gallo's fine, Conforto's fine. I think uh, someone else was even fine. And ben Even people was whose the only one n- not names fine. don't end in O? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, I, and maybe that's the big thing. His, his, Hans or Alberto? I love the guy. What about Gallo? Gallo, yeah, he was okay. one of the guys. Um, but Ben Attendi, it's the, it's the I. Bellinger. Bellinger. Sorry, that didn't yeah, work. You know. Maybe if he changed his name to Benintendo, you would mm-hmm. be more excited. Maybe. Um, <laughs> he's got three walks so far, um, which probably leads the team. Um, Anyways, uh, Sean's hatred for Andrew Benintendi. Oh, yeah, on. Gallo's not fine. He batted like 167 last year. He has a home run so far this year. Um, a couple home runs, doesn't he? He is hurt. Uh, but uh, some Pedro also said something funny today. Uh, on it being at the 11 game mark. Who's tweeted this? No. Uh, this one's from Scott Merkin. There you go. Uh, thank you. We, uh, need at, to, we need to throw some credits in and, there. Uh, like Vinny, it's at Scott Merkin. I try to give the credits. I, oh, no, I know. I, I'm I just know. saying. It's, it's something we all need to, uh, you know, Absolutely. remember to do. Um, at Scott Merkin. Um, Griffall pregame today on it being early at the 11-game mark. Quote, I don't like that term early. It's not early. It's a game. It's a Major League Baseball game that we've got to win, whether it's on April 1st or freaking September something. End quote. I love it. Freaking September. Love it. <laughs> That's why he managed the way he managed. He saw, he's pissed. He saw uh, how bummer was, which is all right. But he's like, all right, let me put my closer in in the eighth inning and get that out necessary. I don't think that Gallo's available, so they won't switch up Mm -hmm. uh, and pinch hit for him. So I'm going to get my uh, closer here in the eighth inning and get the necessary win. I love that mentality, and I hope it filters through the rest of the team because it is a game that counts just as much as the one in September. This game, now you don't have to win in September. You have it in hand. Well, you should try to win. Yeah, it I'd like no, you can, win you can do it, too. But, like, you're not chasing a win in September. Oh, because we lost that game in, in, um, in April on that Monday. I don't know why the Minnesota Twins did that day game, dummies. Well, and I even looked into that, Herb. Yeah? I, I, sent some t- I sent some messages out to see if I could figure out why it was being played at one. There, no one knows. No one knows? No one knows. <sighs> no one, does anyone care? Not sure. We're the only people that care. Yeah. Why? Why would they have the weird one ten start when they're completely isolated? All right, you're out, Minnesota. You're just. You're, yeah. We're giving you to Canada. Yeah. Here's, here's your eight thousand people Go. at your game. Go. <laughs> weird. Um. But yeah, no. I I love the move too. Um. I loved the way Bummer pitched. He looked really good. Um. That looked like classic Aaron Bummer. Uh. Pitches were coming off clean, crisp. Buxton comes up, and Buxton just feels dangerous anytime he comes to the plate. He pulled a slider, just as. Hard as any baseball hit that was hit today, um, I got took my breath away, uh, and and thankfully he finished him off with a great slider. Um, you know, we, we see him three face three batters. He wasn't able to finish off the inning, but still, um, I, I liked what we saw from every bullpen player today or bullpen pitcher today. Yeah, they're good, and uh, right. I don't want to see what I don't want you to see what Alex wrote. Alex Rude, he killed you. 
Go up a little bit more. Oh. There it is. Go ahead and read that one, Sean. Oh, uh, Andrew Benintendi betting third in uh, his career at every park but Fenway, 138, uh, which runs career plus. There you go. Hey, Pedro. Pedro. Right. What's it in 2023? Pedro reads Not numbers. by accident. What's it in 2023? It's terrible. All right. All right. You and Pedro need to sit down and hash this out. He, numbers, guys. I think it's private. I think that's very, very uh, insular information. That's, that's not for the public. That's too, that's too, it's too spicy. Um, I would have him bet in second. I agree with you. I just like to argue with you on this because I know you get fired up about Andrew Bennett's any bet in third. Um, it's just weird to me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love the move to go to Raylo. Um, and, again, we, we, we see him kind of – and Steve Stone brought it up on the broadcast today that he kind of wanted that ninth inning with Liam being on the, out, uh, you know, on the sidelines – Right now, Raylo kind of wanted that moment, and we've seen the bullpen by committee not be great so far. Even Raylo himself, he's now surpassed his home runs allowed been, uh, from 2022. I mean, he was awful in the first three times he pitched, right. but he pitched really well today, and in a high-pressure moment, in a moment where they needed him, he, you know, they, they didn't have Joe Kelly. They needed four outs, and they got him from Lopez. I will say he wasn't he wasn't awful in the Houston uh, the Houston game. We well, gave up a one. home run that went to about to Nebraska. Yeah, but who <laughs> you know with the guy that's up I, <laughs> the pitch sequence in I question fastball 100 miles per hour in that same area 92 right. slider. It's you he's automatically going to be swinging for the fastball and if he happens to hit the slider which is the 8 miles per hour difference, he's going to do that. Yeah. How many guys hit that though? That guy, though. I but know. you, no, you I can know. do the fastball and the slider somewhere else. They still won the game. He yes, still got they the did. save. But, yes, I would have not had him as the closer to start the year, but he looks good now. He looks relaxed. I know he gave up that home run to McCutcheon the other day. He just wanted the crowd to go wild. That's it. <laughs> Raylo is a – He wanted to feel he's, something. He's a nice he's, guy. He's a people pleaser. 11-5 to five game. He, he's, got, he's got some runs, runs to play thing, with. Cutch. You know, he, he needs that one-run game. Uh, he, need, he needs a tighter ball game to perform. Um I'm excited. I, I really think that his stuff looks phenomenal. Um, he, he did look a little sloppy, but still ended up throwing 14 of his uh, 21 pitches for strikes. Um, his stuff just looks truly dynamic, faster than last year. Um, it just looks like a true closer stuff. And I know that you know you don't have Liam Hendricks, and, and you don't have the length now with Joe Kelly and, and that kind of closer mentality. But Reynaldo Lopez, he, he, he might have a little bit of length to him. Like... Him going four outs might not be crazy. It's the guy that used to throw seven a game. Like, I, I don't know. He, he might have still a, a, a reliever's tank, but it might be a little bit bigger than a Joe Kelly or Kendall Graveman's. Like, hey, he might be able to go back-to-back days. Um, it's a little different than a, a starter schedule, but he might have a little bit more in that arm, and it might be a little bit more stretched out than these other guys. So um, I, I'm excited to see what Raylo can do. Um, and That's before, a, another big thing with Liam, too. Liam, Liam's a high-volume guy, so if Raylo can replicate that, that would be huge. And I've got to give credit to Shirek Bobby up in the comments. He said that Grandal helped out Raylo from, it was a 2-2 count, I remember, and he was running out of time. He would have endured a, a walk or a ball right there and made a 3-2 count where Yaz saw it, well, actually was helped out by the Minnesota crowd, who was counting down correctly, too. What the hell, Minnesota? When I tell you about Minnesota nice, you're supposed to count down earlier. So if it's a 7, you're supposed to say 4. Three, two, one. They were like, no, it's, it says seven. Let's count the actual numbers <laughs> to help this pitcher out. And Yaz called a timeout, gave him a little breather, a breather, 
And then he went and subsequently struck that dude out. So, yeah, it was a good outing by Ray Lowe, and I was uh, skeptical of him coming in the game when he did, but he shut down the Minnesota Twins. I mean, it wasn't a great Minnesota Twins lineup, but he did shut them down. Yeah, and, I mean, again, getting four outs is important in a one-run game. Uh, again, you were, you closed this game out. You've, you've seen how many games where Dylan Cease doesn't get run support and you lose that game. The White Sox gave Dylan Cease run support. It came in one inning, uh, but, hey, it came uh, at some point, which is great, and they were able to shut the door. They didn't waste a Dylan Cease start, which is great. I mean, if he's going to give you the ability to win, take that opportunity. You didn't squander this. It wasn't pretty. Um, it was a tight kind of exciting game probably shouldn't have been with the twins lineup but hey those are going to happen in baseball and you won uh so that, that's huge uh five and six and again it's 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 whether it's april 1st or freaking september Hasn't dylan won three of those counts. What? this year yeah one three, games? three three of the games of the five they've won yes goodness gracious yeah. that, he's, he's very good that can't happen guys size <laughs> cease we can we can still put that shirt still applicable still uh, available yeah um right and and it's it's and my, nothing's changed it, it might mustache. be good for the next 20 years <laughs> right wow tw- wow if he wins hey, a man. Cy Young it could be forever oh um, I thought you sh- meant like Dylan's gonna be pit- like have like a 30-year Scherzer's career was like 43 how's Dylan <laughs> yeah but he didn't start pitching when he was 13 <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Dylan's 27 Okay, so yeah. you know, let's go 40, 15 years 47 Nolan Ryan pitched very let's go very late into his uh his life um Final thing I wanted to bring up was uh, more from Pedro. He said a flare-up of back soreness he dealt with in spring for Moncada. Uh, so we did see on the 26th um, he stopped playing in spring training until opening day um, on the 30th, right? So it took him about four days, and obviously those are spring training games. So if his back was sore, maybe he wouldn't go in right away. So uh, this could be something that, again, is truly day-to-day, and he's uh, back in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, we will have a pregame show for Lance Lynn versus Pablo Lopez, uh, Herb versus me. Uh, we'll have to have a, a, some sort of bet or something. Uh, I'll have to dig up all the receipts, too, of Herb uh, just weirdly uh, bagging uh, Lance Lynn when comparing to I never bagged to, uh, on him. I Pablo just said Lopez. that Pablo Lopez was a better pitcher. The receipts will be on our pregame show at 6 p.m. <laughs> tomorrow. Games? Who's right? Um, we'll see. Uh, Lynn versus Lopez in a very, uh, hopefully, another exciting White Sox victory. Uh, that is Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter, at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him on Twitter, at Actonwall23 is our CHGO White Sox community leader, and I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Thank you to Stephen Nicholas for producing the show, and thank you to everyone for hanging out with us in the chat and all the super chats. We're at 47 likes. I feel like we at least have 100 people watching after a White Sox win. 156 Look right now. That. It's been even more than that, too. So I don't think it's crazy for me to try to get to Dylan Cease's number. Um, please, if you are hanging out with us still, wrapping up, Hit that like on the way out. We're at 48. It'd be nice to flip that number and get to 84. I don't think I'm being too greedy, but we appreciate it. For everyone. Yeah, for, for, No, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for size C's. Uh 84 would be appreciated. We love you guys. Uh, but make sure, again, you're uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, hitting that thumbs up button, and uh, hitting subscribe in your podcast feed as well, whether that be Spotify or Apple. Talk to you tomorrow at 6 p.m. for the White Sox, CHGO White Sox pregame show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Peace.